Alex and I. The podcast where we go through the entire filmography of Tony Collette. I'm Sam. I'm Jake. And joining us today, we have two very special guests who I'm going to let introduce themselves, just to shake things up. <laughs> I'm Teisel. <laughs> I feel very shaken. I didn't know what yeah. to do. Uh, I'm Zach. <laughs> and today we are talking about How to Lose Friends and Alienate People, released in 2008, written by Peter Strauhan, based very loosely on the memoir by Toby Young and directed by Robert B. Wide about a struggling journalist who suddenly gets hired by a fancy magazine. Uh, and one thing that I want to address before we get into this is that Tony Collette is uncredited in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to talk about much, that. Much like I thought that it might be like how Joan Cusack was uncredited for The Last Shot, where she wasn't listed, but she still had like 10 minutes of screen time. Right. Tony Collette has about half a second of archival footage of a red carpet. Of herself. Mm. Of herself smiling. In which Kate Winslet also appears and like maybe yeah. someone else. Um, Does she know she's in this movie? <laughs> I hope not. Because I, I was like, I don't think she's seen this. What if I DM her on Instagram right now? <laughs> Under the Tony Awards? Yes. I'm still waiting for her to find Loved this. you and had a loose friend, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the best work of your life. She honestly might not even remember if she was in it or not. That answers a... It might be a Gwyneth Paltrow type. My thing. first question, mm. which was, is she in this movie? Because I, like... Maybe I blinked and missed her that's in the movie. red carpet. And, and then for the rest that. of the movie, like I was like, I can't um, wait. Tony Collette's DMs are open. You, you can DM Tony Collette on Instagram. Okay, okay. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Wait, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that you could close your DMs. What are we going to say? You can. But I don't know if we should unveil ourselves yet, especially for this movie. Yeah. I think it would be funny. Right now? What yeah. if we're, she ruins us? For this movie. <laughs> well, I just mean, like, this I think is the it, movie. I think, she like, would, I think no. she's more likely to ruin us for saying that Australia didn't fight in the Vietnam War, Stop. which we later found Ooh. out that they did. Sam, you literally have her DM open right now. You can't <laughs> She could hear us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Type it out and see how it Are feels. you serious? Hey, Tony. Did you know that you're in the film How to Lose Friends and Alienate People? Um, Sam, I, I don't, are you using the Tony Awards or are you using Yeah. Because I feel like you should Love use, your work. Use your own because then, what if she blocks the Tony Awards? This is Ooh. how she finds it. Yeah. It's either how she finds it or it's how she blocks us. If I've learned anything from this movie, you can be very despicable and someone nice will still like you. So if she finds sometimes. this tweet to be <laughs> awful, but I... you're, you're, you're in the race. <laughs> It's going to pique her interest and be like, what is this? Why are they... What is this movie? Then she's going to Google it. Then she's going to look at the podcast. all your podcasts. Yeah. I don't know if I want her to do that. Yeah, I don't either. We spend so much time shit-talking, like, (laughs) all of her earlier work. (laughs) Yeah. You're critical. She can learn. Well, yeah, also not... Then she would love this one. I don't one. know We're if not Tony really Collette. Of her, though, yeah, ever. I don't think Tony Collette supports the idea of this podcast because she doesn't want to be a movie star. Mm. True, mm. she's just an actress. She, yeah. she's it's about the craft. It's she has said the... before that she like finds it weird yeah. that actors' names are known at all. Well, I don't find that huh. weird. <laughs> yeah, you gotta know who's making your stuff. <laughs> yeah, but are you sending it? Might I... as well. Life's short. It's almost okay, twenty twenty. From the Tony Awards oh, account. Heart. No, send it from... Okay, from my person. Because if she responds... <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? If she responds, then send her the link. True. True. To our best episode. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I thought you meant the movie. We what do, do you think our best episode? <laughs> <laughs> Send her an Amazon Prime link. We rented it. We have 72 hours what to do watch you, it. What do you think our best episode is? I don't know. I think the fans should decide. <laughs> I think Brenda should decide. I think so, too. Brenda? Brenda, what do you think? Can you let us know? Brenda is one person who has she's no connection. She's one person? I thought she was she's, one. She's, 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 all she's one person who has no connection to either of us who somehow found our podcast and started that. listening. And it's weird because she's like not either. Like my parents don't listen to this podcast and yeah. Brenda does. <laughs> our fans are Brenda, my mom, our friend Sam's mom. Yes. Rhonda. Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, Pam. Hi, Brenda. Um, These are all names of people who would listen to a Tony Clark podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm waiting for like someone to throw me off. (laughs) Something that struck me about this movie um, (laughs) is it opens. It 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 opens on okay. So there's like a fake opening where it like begins at the end of him being like, "This is me at the top, like at 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 the back." Yeah, I thought it was a dream sequence or whatever. Yeah, and then he's like, "But let me show you how I got there." Yeah, and then there's a flashback to him like trying to make it like into a red carpet event much like tony collette's character does in the movie diana and me when mm. she tries when she like breaks into elton john's birthday party and it's very strange oh to God, see like that, that progression of how tony has gone from the bottom to the top in a sense she is now the, the star that. that she was trying to that her character was trying to find herself among in diana and me um that's interesting. But Simon Simon Pegg's character um, yeah, who? is not smart enough to get into the event, so he fails. What else is he in? Simon Pegg. Yeah. He's in um he he's in like a British zombie movie, Shaun of the Dead. He and... also did Space, which is like one of the best like short mm. little sitcoms. Oh really? I was really disappointed in him in this movie. Wasn't he? In, was, similarly, oh, very disappointed. Really was he in the British Office? Oh, um, no. Okay. He was a lot like Michael Sheen. Who is another British actor who was yeah. in Thirty Rock and Good that bad space movie with Jennifer Lawrence He's that in... I just saw today on TV? Oh, Passengers. Yes. <laughs> this is Michael Sheen. He and Simon Pegg kind of look alike. Okay. Oh yeah, I yeah. can see it. They he both kind of look yeah. like a like like elves. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, and he was in and this guy was in Twilight, right? Yeah, he's oh, the man. he's was the bad he? guy in the last. Which one. I've oh. never seen. I, I, I want to go on the record. One. I do not. I I boycotted Twilight when I was thirteen, and I, and I oh, can't I was a member. <laughs> I was a member of an internet forum called TwilightSucks.com, mm. where Twilight we would sucks. where we would talk about how bad of a movie Twilight was. Do you have access to that domain name still? No, somebody else like bought it, but um, that's good. You guys made a little bit of money. Well, I didn't. <laughs> So I thought they bought it um, I, I had nothing so I was just a user the biggest the biggest <laughs> big, biggest part of this movie that's important is that Megan Fox is in it yes um, and she's the only enjoyable part of the film I think Ooh, Julian I Anderson and, different and Kirsten Dunst but she sucks Kirsten Dunst for me no, is the one thing that I thought it was watching. Kirsten Dunst it is oh. Kirsten, isn't it? You said Kirsten. Kirsten. Or Kristen? I said Kirsten. No, you said Kristen. No, I said Kirsten. Somebody's... I said it wrong. Okay. How are you supposed to say First it? First of all, Kirsten. I don't want to go on the record Kirsten. a little bit okay. and just say that I don't like that name. Kirsten? I don't like it pronounced that way. <laughs> how would you, how would you, <laughs> if you could choose how to pronounce that name, what would you choose? Kirsten. Kirsten. That's, yeah. That's beautiful. So we're just going to say that for um, the rest well, of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Kirsten. I'm on the IMDb Dunst. trivia and apparently. This movie is based on a, a memoir, a real yes. person who literally, it says the man around whom the film is based, Toby Young, 
was banned from the set as he was reportedly annoying cast members <laughs> and interrupting the director as he tried to direct scenes. Which is what he does. Okay, that so yeah, sense. that's that's his character. Mm. But also, in real life, I found the real guy's Twitter, and most recently, he published an article in The Critic saying that white privilege is fake. Who? The guy it's based on? Yeah. Like Oh, the guy, sucks. the guy, is based on wrote, wrote a hard whole article that was like, "Here's why racism isn't uh, real." Why does he get a movie based on his life? He spends so it's basically this guy who's and the writer. movie is highly fictionalized as well. It's basically they just took the premise of the book yeah. and then he just went harasses with that. celebrities. He no, is well, he's had gross. a successful romance. No, period. He's yeah. sexually. He harasses women, and they comment on that multiple times. Yeah, but it's always from the perspective of, "Oh my God, he's just being himself." Yeah, like mm-hmm. the bad guy tells him he's a sexual harasser, and I was like, "The bad guy, right. he's right." The, yeah. the bad is, no, the bad guy says, "When I do it, it's flirtation. When you right. do it, it's sexual harassment," which feeds into that lie of like this movie is like this movie is like an incel's white dream. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, of being like. Girls just don't respond to my sexual harassment because I'm ugly. And it's like, no, it's because you're a dick. Yeah. And when Kirsten Dunst says, like, she would never go out with you. You're a journalist. Right. It's like, really, does it have nothing to do with the fact that he's a complete sociopath? But also every character sucks in this movie. I feel like this is one of those movies where the people behind it took it for granted that the audience would side with the main character. Right. Because mm-hmm. for the first hour of the movie, there is nothing to convince me that Simon Pegg's character isn't a serial killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And he is. He kills animals. He does. <laughs> well, let, oh, should we... True. So how do you want to do... Do you want to okay. just briefly say he, like... He rises up in this world. He meets Kirsten Dunst. There's like a lot an, going on. He's for like no an reason. editor at a magazine. His dad's, there for, a a His he, dad's there for a minute. So weird. He I, get he gets hired at this like fancy <clears throat> magazine somehow. Who do we want to talk about the guy who like owns the magazine? Because to me, he looked like the leader of that cult, Nexium. <laughs> I don't know that cult. <laughs> oh, you're not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Is Tony Collette in it? <laughs> no. Um, but the guy who owns the magazine is a big creep. And as soon as uh, Simon yeah. Pegg gets in there, he's like, this company is made of seven rooms. You're in the first room. When you get to the seventh room, like, no, every, anything the, is possible. Yeah, when you find the secret door in the first room that leads to the second room. Yeah. So yeah. he hires him because he, in his youth, was a douchebag writer <laughs> who vilified people and ex- I guess it's another guy's of exposing the truth like yeah. he doesn't want to write about this like young film director because he doesn't think movies existed before Tarantino and mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh, I mean a great I don't know he hires film. this guy yeah. from London also random brief cameos from James Corden and Chris O'Dowd who are not famous I don't think yeah. In this moment in time. This movie really made me remember that James Corden used to be an actor. Well, he still does musical films. He's in yeah. Cats. Oh. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, real quick, I want to say one more thing before I leave this trivia page. But Megan Fox was an unknown when she was cast in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And she, she was cast in this role before Transformers. And it says the director hoped he would had been the one credited with uncovering this new talent. Ew. Um... He was disappointed that he wasn't the one who brought her to the cinematic stage. Okay. 
I feel bad for Megan Fox all the time. Yeah, she really. She's just got real, she, real narrow she came hole. Out, like mm-hmm. ten years too early yeah. for people to really respect yeah. her, which sucks. But now she lives her life. She's like bopping around. It's cool. Has a nice gender fluid child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you guys? What did Tizel? What did you think of this movie? I mean, a bad movie altogether, but to speak on the Megan Fox thing, like, she was the only redeeming part. Like, she was just a sweet little character. The pool scene. Oh, iconic. That was that so was, like, good. iconic. I remember seeing it on <laughs> Tumblr and never have watching, have, having watched this movie. But, so, yeah, um, she's at a pool. Oh, yeah. They're at a party. Mm-hmm. Do you want to describe the scene, since you loved it? You freaked <laughs> out. We watched it together. You were like, oh. I was like, I recognize I've this. I've seen this. I remember being, like... Let me pull up my Tumblr. On Tumblr, being like, "This is it." You can do it. Just she like they every single time she was on screen, it felt like they were trying to make it seem like old Hollywood. Yeah, which I appreciated, yeah. and like she just looks across the pool, like they're calling her over, it, and she's like, "I can't. It's a huge party. I can't walk around around say excuse me to these people." So she just gets in the pool and walks, and there's like lilies in the pool. She walks through it um, very slowly yeah. and like whipping her hair back. Yeah. yeah. It almost feels like it's a cartoon all of a sudden. <laughs> that scene felt way too... felt like there was birds chirping at me. <laughs> that scene was way too well done for this movie. Right. Yeah. It was like, I think the whole movie could have been that and I would have been like... It's almost <laughs> angelic, to be honest. Yeah. Just one moment of it, like a breath of fresh air and it was gone. I kind of wanted... I just didn't know why... This famous actress, who, by the way, Megan Fox's character is starring in a biopic of Mother Teresa. Yes, <laughs> I want to see that movie. Which looks so good. Why um, uh, this movie actress, her like publicist, who refused to be called a publicist, preferred to be called Queen of New York, um, <laughs> Jillian Anderson, right? Yes. Better title, Queen um, of New York. <laughs> she's going to be Margaret Thatcher in The Crown. Um, Jillian Anderson is the queen of New York yeah, and the yeah. queen of uh, my hearts. life. Really? My first night. I've seen like one episode of X Files. Oh, I just oh, think oh, that she's good. Okay. And then um, and the fall. And she's so good in the fall. I just didn't know why these the Hollywood people <laughs> and like the director. Like, what are all these Hollywood people constantly doing, hanging out with this one magazine staff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? They were at every party. Mm. I don't know. It's this. It's supposed to be like this magazine that shapes culture. So maybe they're like always trying to get in their pocket. Yeah, they're trying to get like profiles done on their clients. And the guy mm. who plays the bad guy, who's like the the one who's Kirsten Dunst's uh, fake boyfriend, Danny yeah. Strong. Oh, Danny Houston. Houston plays him. Mm. Danny Strong. I'm on that different guy. <laughs> no, because um, he's very familiar to me. If you're in New York, yeah. it's actually pronounced Danny Houston. <laughs> <laughs> actually spelled Huston. Well, I wanted Still to Still pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in like everything, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he and he's married to this woman who doesn't speak, um, is very tall, and and then Kirsten Dunst is like, you can't talk to her. You can't She's even... the one who falls in the hallway? Yeah. Okay. Oh For a God. while, <laughs> I thought that was Tony Collette. Because I was convinced... No. I was yeah. like just to about hard, to see yeah. her, so I was like, "This is Tony's role." If she was going she's to such be a good in this mom. movie, actually, that she would have played that part. Mm, that's, yeah, that's it a good part. Like <laughs> it looked and a bit so like her. She, he sees her like walking down the hall, and and uh, 
Kirsten Dunst has told him not to ever touch her or speak to her at all, <laughs> and she completely eats shit in front of him and <laughs> collapses on the ground. She faints. She, she faints. Like, she stays there. Yeah, yeah. And she's then down. He, Kirsten Dunst sees him about to help her, and then he steps over her body and continues walking. Kirsten's like, like, all right. Nice. I up. love that scene. That was the so one scene where I was like, if everyone could be this cartoonishly dumb. Mm-hmm. But I think that Kirsten Dunst's character was problematic, too. She was, like, not nice person either. She's handwriting a novel. Right. <laughs> she can afford a laptop. That seems... Yeah, she doesn't have a record player. Seems hard. 2008? She doesn't have a record player. <laughs> Her favorite movie is... I really... Dolce... La Dolce she, Vita. I love that this movie... She screams at that Simon so Pegg for saying that his favorite movie is Con Air. Yeah. And I was like, the hairdryer? What hairdryer? Brand? Con Air? The hairdryer? The hairdryer. Oh, okay. Do we even need to... I mean, we need to get into it, but I don't want to get into it about the transphobia moment. There are multiple instances of jokes about um, a trans woman. Who is apparently a sex worker, which that is introduced... Much later. Well, like, yeah. uh, the one scene that they're like, I didn't know she was a stripper, and he's just like, oh, she's not. She was a favor for me. Like, one oh, person just what does that favor? as a favor. What favor is that? What do you that? have on me that I have so, to do that for you? Yeah. <laughs> he meets her. Why, why does she owe him he, anything? Yeah, he, he <laughs> made him sleep, on, or she slept on the floor. Like, yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Okay, also, the framing of her, like, waking up the next mm-hmm. morning on the floor, she was wearing a bracelet. That was silver. That was very close to the radiator, and I thought that he had handcuffed her to oh. the radiator, and I screamed. Do you think that he did? No, it was a bracelet. You checked. Okay. <laughs> but then yeah. she like grabs her. I made penis, sure. And they're always talking about her penis, and and Kirsten Dunn's character knows her name. And calls she her, she like sets him up. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she's at a bar. Simon Pegg shows up tries to sit down next to her, and she's like, "That's my boyfriend's seat. Mm-hmm. Every other seat at the bar is empty," and. She, like, the, the this woman shows up, and Kirsten's like, oh, talk to my friend. She goes, hi, Bobby. Yeah. And then she later calls her Bob and says he. Yeah. Mm. In, like, the same sentence. This movie is very tickled. Like, it was the highest height of comedy. Is like, ha-ha, transgender. <laughs> so and it confused. This, and then the scene when she does the striptease, and they show her penis and the little girls come in oh my god so tacky it went on for so long it went on for so long for so long long. was 2008 were we just that desperate really think for something funny yeah i can't remember 2008 being like this is the joke wasn't because it wasn't the joke was just like here is this person living their life Uh yeah not what you expected no dialogue like Oh yeah! I don't oh wait, think no, she, has a she did. Line. She said she wanted to powder her nose. But aren't Probably we like just poke. as hot as Megan Fox in many ways? For yeah, sure, and absolutely. Like, I mean, that's and At which, least which Megan is Fox like wasn't playing the trans, which is like that's the person, joke in yeah. it. It's like, can mm. you believe that this super hot woman is transgender? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, and Kirsten Dunst was so mean later. Just rude. So mean. <laughs> I just see. I don't like. Calls her a transsexual. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like I was like, oh, he sleeps with transsexuals. Like, so what the fuck if he does? Yeah, everyone like, had this yeah. big it was kind of tone around that it. Did though actually? So I thought that was a little bit like it's it's I didn't this, know it's this weird thing where he's like, ooh, like a hole's a hole kind of, and it's like mm. it 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 see it, it was very like um, 
the the idea of taking the fact that he still sleeps with her as a good thing yeah is strange it's like it's strange. Even, it's it's like yeah you can be transgender and a and a fucking idiot asshole will still be into you oh my god yeah all i wrote was problematic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh there is some scene where Simon Pegg is browsing this, like, interview that Megan Fox's character did. Mm -hmm. And it shows up on the screen for a split second. And I paused it and wrote down what it said. Uh, (laughs) Just, most of them seemed, like, pretty normal. But one of them was, what is your greatest fear? And she says, a nuclear accident. (laughs) (laughs) Best character. And then, what trait do you hate in others? Psychophants. I can't stand people kowtowing to others. It's demeaning. Uh, Those are words she but would not then, use. I know. But then she <laughs> makes Simon Pegg uh, be her pig. That's true. A little her bit Her little limpy on. pig. Yeah. yeah. Oink, oink. Yeah. That was a weird scene, too. Did not like that one bit. <laughs> you did. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about... What else? Uh, do you want to talk about how he kills her dog? <laughs> Zach, do you want to take this one? <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> as best as I can tell, he so he very, very shortly into knowing like Megan Fox's character, he's like, I want to sleep with her, and like says that to people. I think I think he says to people like, I want to sleep with her yeah. before he sleeps with her. Yeah. Um, so great. So that's good mm-hmm. and cool. And and then the dog is there in the office, and Cuba. he wants to like befriend the dog. Get him with the dog, get him with the woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if the dog likes me, then she'll yeah, like me. It's like me. a chihuahua. It's a little chihuahua thing. And then he, like, throws the, like, red ball. The ball goes out the window, so he somehow has the time to knock the window closed before the dog... I didn't understand the, the so physics he hits the or the space of the scene. And the yeah. dog smashes into the window, but it's smashes still is alive. It's fine, but then a big... Giant vase. Vase kills it. Yeah, he saves the dog once, but then yeah. it dies. And then anyway. he puts it in Kirsten Dunn's bag, ruining that bag. And <laughs> that dog is bloody. It, I'm sure. I honestly, yeah. cannot fathom how she Covers. ever wanted to cover for him or yeah. sleep with him after that. Because this movie wants to tell you that oh, you could be a terrible person, and regardless, someone I will just like you. She's which to be fair is true is true but just but like, that's not something i want to see yeah that's not something you want reinforced like it's all good it's not like whenever i meet somebody who inexplicably is like ugly physically and has a terrible personality i'm like let me spend two hours with this person just to figure just him feel out, out. Feel <laughs> i've never wanted that before and then um he sends megan fox uh goldfish as an apology or no she doesn't know about oh it as, as like a literal like like aquatic animals goldfish and they're dead like yeah. and then they end up dead yeah dead they, they they die like during shipment which is like obviously and what? why didn't he put any funnel castles or seaweed in the bowl like, why would he take it to the bar with him afterwards like, and then he, he takes just throw the dead the goldfish River? startling kirsten dunst saying then he asks for straws that's a funny joke. He says, just I, I, I that. That, was good. that was a good joke, and I that know. threw me but off. You shouldn't be allowed to bring dead animals to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I 
think that the first sign that we're supposed to hate Kirsten Dunst's boyfriend, even before he stands her up at the bar, is the fact that he has a white Russian that's waiting for him. Say, that's his drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horrible. That's no one's drink. It was some, like, screenwriter's very, like, oh, this is how we'll tell them later. Because well, only one a... person can drink a white Russian. Yeah. Oh, well, I yeah. think there's a bunch of big Lebowski references. As but, that too, yeah. Them. But also, like, I don't trust people who drink white Russians because it's just <laughs> liquor milk. Yeah, it, yeah, and it looked like just straight up milk. Yeah, horrible. I had one once. I say this as if I didn't have <laughs> I a peppermint white Russian at QED like two weeks you ago. Did. <laughs> I just love peppermint. But it's very different to have one two weeks ago and have one every night, like yeah. multiple times a day. Yeah. So that's the only drink I will drink. Remember when he asked that guy if he's gay in the interview? Yes. Apparently that was based off of a real interview that oh a real guy God. did. He asked Nathan Lane if he was gay. Nathan Lane? He asked him if he was gay? In an interview. And of course Nathan Lane's gay, but you don't need to ask him. It's homophobic to not be able to tell. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it is now, yeah. I just wrote gay chipmunk. How did he get that job? How, like, I, I need because to read the dumb, I don't like, Keith Raniere just wanted like, to relive yeah. his glory days a little bit. But then, okay, what bugs me about the cult leader boss man <clears throat> was that he, like, tells Simon Pegg, like, write your horrible, mean article about, yeah, the like, this, guy. like, Macaulay Culkin director man. <laughs> and then when he does it, he yells at him. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, I could right. I, I could see, like, the boss being, like, maybe Which... it'll be, like, critical, but still sharp. But then you see little bits of the article that he's writing, and he's, like, leaned over the laptop, yeah. like, this is the best thing I've ever written. <laughs> and on yeah. the screen is, like, is, like, director George LePac rhymes with hack. Oh, God. Yeah, no, there's nothing He also about... keeps calling people hacks in this like really weird like he he calls them like hacks and flax and yeah hack flack it's like all right Dak. i just Seuss. feel like everyone who's in this movie lost a bet and they had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> they like were, they owed a friend something and they're like okay i um i know it, remember when he like meets that actress lady at the party and she's like the woman who's in the twilight zone yeah the the like no Wait, no. she was in the tournament? Yeah. Like, he goes up, it's this one, like, genuine moment as, like, a human. And yeah. Like, oh, Simon Pegg, oh, I see you. Like, yeah. yeah. And he knows, He's like, like I loved you history. in Twilight Zone. Yeah. I loved you oh, in... Yeah. It was just us if we ever met Tony Collette. That's what I wrote. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, Tony, I would go up to her and she'd be like, no fans right now. And I'd be like, <laughs> I loved you in Hey, Hey, it's Esther Bloomberg. <laughs> I loved you in The Night Listener. Why were you in Eight and a Half Women? <laughs> And she would be like, well, well, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I I hated that moment so much because I was like, really? I felt so manipulated mm. as an audience member. Sure, sure. I was yeah. like, obviously we're setting up this woman to have like, like, like this woman has like a, like, um, you know, she, she takes that L of getting ignored by Kirsten Dunst's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, we set her up to feel bad for her, only for then when Simon Pegg comes in to be like, you're actually great. Yeah. It's to, like, create that, like, kinship between the audience and, and Simon him. Pegg. And it's but the it same when they bring him... It when... comes too late, and after he's already done too many terrible things. Yeah, and, like, then they do it again when they have 
Kirsten's on stay at his apartment for like a day and he's like so nice and makes her food. Yeah. That scene was so weird to me because they like pause. I felt like it was for like 15 seconds yeah. where he's holding her up but then he's also looking at Megan Fox. He's like, oh, I want to have sex with oh, Megan Fox. Yeah. But oh, do I take yeah. my friend home who's like incapacitated? I was like, that's not a choice. But he takes her to <laughs> his home. That's not yeah. Why not take her home? Take her to yeah. her home. Oh, wait. Yeah. It makes no like, I'm sense. I'm bringing somebody home tonight. And his dad's there yeah. with Professor Sprout. <laughs> and who's his landlady, who's Polish. That but... I just, like, realized. That he takes her back to his home. Yeah. That's a, that's a... This is after Megan Fox. And then the next day she wakes up and she's like, oh, I barely remember last night. I'm like, is this not, like, a nightmare situation for <laughs> I you? I barely remember it, but I'm cool with it. Like, <laughs> this is how I know that the screenwriter was a man. Mm-hmm. That a woman yeah. wakes up in her, like, arch nemesis's mm-hmm. house. Well, they were kind of friends at this point. Kind of friends. Like, like a dick who she's kind of okay with. Can't yeah. remember the night before and she's like, that's interesting. Like, she's wearing his shirt. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. no pants. Yeah. No pants. In what world is she, not. in what world is she not a mess at this moment? Yeah. I liked when... It's like the same world in which she ends up getting along with him on any level. And yeah. she like knew who his dad was. I tuned out for most of the data stuff, honestly. I think Me we too. were chatting about something. Yeah, I followed it because I was like, oh, that's the dad from Fleabag. Yeah, and, I wanted, I really <laughs> and I wanted Fleabag's to see dad. him do something. And yeah. then I was like, all right, that's all you... Yeah, all right, that's yeah. a weird one scene. I um, love Fleabag. But I also, because uh, I missed Tony Collette in the beginning, I kept being like, okay, his mom's going to be played by Tony Collette. <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be this whole oh, subplot of like yeah. the dad being like, your mother's missing if you find her. I know. <laughs> and I'm then so... he has to, like, find her. Sam let me know that she wasn't actually in it because we had a conversation, but otherwise I would have been like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? I was no, I, as expecting soon as... her at any moment. As, as <laughs> soon as I saw really? her in the beginning and then she disappeared, I was like, fuck. I was thinking, like, when I read the plot, because mm. it says, like, on IMDb or whatever, like, Tony Collette as herself, uncredited. Yeah. I was thinking that maybe, like, there would be a scene in a bar like Ricky Gervais I think is also like Tandy, uh, Tandy Newton plays herself at a, at a yeah. bar yeah like Tandy she Newton big they had yeah. those lines I, yeah. I thought yeah I thought there was going to be like a thing like that um, where Tony Collette says something in an Australian accent yeah. and Simon Pegg is like Australians didn't fight in Vietnam and she's like actually she's like <laughs> fuck it <laughs> yeah the last movie we covered she died yeah so maybe she hasn't come back to life yet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over how in the last movie we covered she died and then was homophobic as a ghost. I know. Well, maybe she is in this She would have loved this movie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the wizard dentist. That's what I wrote down next. Mm, what? That guy. He, Megan Fox. Is, oh! So she's, you said The this. guy with the coat. How was she laying at the pool? Oh, she was oh, laying yeah. very provocatively. Like, just mm-hmm. hands in a very sexual way like mm-hmm. and um she asks him for coke and so he goes to find this guy who's a dentist and a healer oh the the guy who told him to walk without shoes on so he yeah. can be more grounded <laughs> yeah there's too much going on in this movie um and then then like he becomes i guess the relationship with kirsten dunst and the man <laughs> what's his name Danny it was Maddox Danny Maddox was the character's name yeah oh sure and then they um, they like their relationship is I guess kind of exposed or whatever and then they break it off and then they both work somewhere else and then but she gets back together with him 
for yeah. a brief moment. And then he gets promoted, basically. And then the guy, the cult leader, is like, you made it to the second room. Which in the whole movie only makes it to the second room, right? Yeah. Like, there's <laughs> seven rooms. You didn't get that far, buddy. And then Megan Fox says, you can be my bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. A little pig. And then a lot of emphasis on that ring. And I felt like three scenes of yeah. the end. Oh, the ring. They were just it... like, oh, here's okay. how much this ring is important. So you know when it when it's a thing later. His mom was a film actress. Mm-hmm. And she gave him a ring and she died. And then he sees her on the in the movie... Giving, getting a ring from someone right after he gives it away. This ring. And then he goes to the bath. No, no, no. It's the some fictional award show where Megan's going to win. Oh, yeah. It's like the Abby's. And again, shows how selfish he is. Yeah. Oh By God. taking this moment after she wins like Best Actress or whatever to, mm-hmm. to attack her. It's, and, it's like he didn't like yeah. sign a blood pact <laughs> saying that he yeah. would have to fuck her yeah. if... He if she won and best actor, like wait even till let after her finish her speech yeah. before he asked for the ring back because it was his mom's. He also could like she's have sex with back. her and get the ring. Yeah, rules. <laughs> that and he starts and then he kill, he yells that he killed her dog mm-hmm. in front of the whole award Important. show. Important. He has to come clean. Yeah. True. They show well, video clips of people watching this too, and his dad just cracking up. Like, and and Kirsten Dunst watching it at a bar, being like, "How I many people watch award man. shows like the people in this movie? How <laughs> many people go to a bar to watch?" And we went to DTUT to watch the Oscars last uh, year for my <laughs> birthday. Yeah. Sat alone I love award shows. <laughs> it just seemed like in the world of this movie, everyone yeah. was watching. Well, and also, also, it wasn't even like it was the Oscars. It was yeah. like it's some that. random British. No, it yeah, British. It they were British. in. Like the they were in Ab something. Awards. The Abba Abba Awards. Awards. The Mamma Mia Awards. Yeah. And so he doesn't get any trouble for. Uh, no, he runs. He's fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the common the people. Oh, the The yes. common people let him back in. Like Free a weird him. Spider-Man scene where yeah. they're like, we'll cover for you. Oh, Without yes. knowing what happened. So weird. Now we're back to Spider-Man. I wanted to talk about <laughs> Kristen Dunst um, always playing heartbreak broken really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... I know we all have spoken out so far being anti-her. I loved her in this movie, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, I love she. Did a good I was job. like, you are doing so much work for a movie that, yeah, like that doesn't you deserve don't deserve it. it. But yeah. it was also like I looked her up. It's like a string of those movie roles where she mm-hmm. did that in like Elizabeth Town and Wimbledon, where there's just like these dicks, and then she uh-huh. has to be like, I don't like you, nah, I like you. Oh yeah, and it's so she weird. Did that in Eternal Sunshine too. Is she in Was Eternal Sunshine? Yeah. yeah, she's in it. She's like no, the... that's Kate Winslet. No, she's in it. She's there's oh. two women in the film. Okay, <laughs> good for them. <laughs> we made it. Actually, had more than two women in it, which is interesting considering that it's so bad. Oh yeah, male centric. Oh, um, I wrote that. Um, well, I'll save it for later. Well, now I have to say it because I, <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah. Um, instead of the Madonna horror dichotomy, I feel like this movie had the Kirsten Dunst Megan Fox dichotomy, oh, which is very mm-hmm. where women are either Smart. like lady bosses or yeah. dumb sluts. Right. You have to be smart and pretty, or pretty and dumb, mm-hmm. and there's yeah. no other womanhood. Or Professor Sprout. Or Professor, Professor Sprout. Sprout as a Polish landlady. Yeah. Kowalski, I think. Yeah, but I also um, Kirsten Dunst. Um, it does that same thing in uh, in Spider Man too. Yeah, yeah. She just likes terrible people. Mm-hmm. And James Franco. Why? Oh, you deserve better. My 
honestly my favorite scene and it's telling how much i didn't like this movie is these like five seconds where she like walks away from him in a wide shot at the party and then comes back and goes is that the leg you hurt he goes yeah and she just kicks it and walks away (laughs) i was like that is the best this movie will ever get for me and it was this five second wide shot everything else i was like nah yeah (laughs) that though for me i would watch that movie at the end of the movie um he flies back to New York, which that airport sequence was way too long. Way too long. Like, we didn't need to see him flying back to New York. I think I'd already checked out by then. Yeah. And yeah. then he finds her on the phone. No, on the, phone, on the grass at a park watching a park that I'm pretty sure doesn't exist under uh, the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, they yeah. shot on the Manhattan side of the Brooklyn Bridge. And they don't. This is for the local fans of the show. <laughs> they don't do the movies there. They do it on the Brooklyn side. Where you, you could literally see where they usually do it. And I was like, I, this bothers me as a local yeah. yokel. Yeah. And then they, um, she's sitting with a couple. Oh, yeah. And she's oh, alone. This, so funny was mm-hmm. that shot of, like, it's, um, they're sitting, like, boy, girl, boy, girl. Except it's, like, two <laughs> girls on either side of this guy. Mm. Simon Pegg looks at them for a minute, and you can see him trying to, like, piece it together. <laughs> and then the guy puts his arm around the girl that isn't Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. And Simon Pegg is, like, unclaimed women. <laughs> and, like, racist towards Kirsten. And stands directly in front of her, in between her and her favorite movie, um, stand. They start dancing. I was so mad for the people sitting behind. Them. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I said. That's what I was and then thinking. The, he's like, "Do you finish your book?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's right here." Hands, Thanks. Hands <laughs> the handwritten. Thanks copy. to your notes. <laughs> handwritten, one hundred percent amounts to forty pages on Microsoft Word. <laughs> and then he throws it on a uh, open flame. What it was that me, open flame? Yeah, it me when he threw it. Was it a candle? Yeah. No one else at the movie screening is moving, speaking, or like alive yeah like why like why is it funny that her life's work has been destroyed <laughs> i know because he's terrible. if he like like if simon Pegg gets to succeed then why doesn't she why didn't she type it why didn't she fucking honestly okay the moment that he like spilled a drink on on the journal at the bar how how have there not been 15 instances in this woman's mm. life that make her realize that she needs to type her novel. Yeah. Especially if she's around him. And also earlier when she, like, defends him to those women. And oh then he runs God. up the emergency exit. Some women call him uh, creepy. And because she's like... Is. And she's like, he's not creepy. He's more talented than anybody here. Which is false. Which is false. We've seen his writing and it's bad. Yeah. And all of those he's women He's not even a good like, writer. I'm so fat. But it's not even depicted in, like, a funny way where it's, like... It's not funny, but mm-hmm. it's, like, where it's a satire. It's just them saying they're fat. It's just her being, like, oh, all these other girls that I'm around are so shallow, talking yeah. about their diets and nothing else. It's almost like this should be a movie written by a smart screenwriter who gave mm. people worthwhile things to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it was really bad. I he also know. only... Finds like he's in a cab and he's like stop the cab because he sees a sign for a movie screening of that movie of that movie. But where is that sign? Where like where in Manhattan would that sign exist? (laughs) It looked like it was just like a grassy knoll sign, and he was just like, oh cool, I I could do this. He'll she'll be there. Like what are the odds? What are? It's also very weird that this like pretty low movie keeps referencing this very high art <laughs> Italian film. I know. 
which oh, is also about yeah yeah it's about a reporter like a gossip magazine person this is the oh, second so like weird. horribly misogynistic movie we've seen that tries to connect itself to a Fellini film. Yeah, you're right. The first being Eight and a Half Women. Women yeah. And Tony's in both of them. Yeah. But not really. <laughs> she's in this one only marginally less than she was in Eight That's and true. a Half Women. But in that one she got to have an interesting She gets uh, to talk accent. in an accent. Yeah. Are you guys saying Tony's a, an ally of the incels? Is that what you're saying right now? <laughs> Maybe we have another she, thing to DM her. Yeah. Are you, are you do you support men's rights? <laughs> oh, you're checking if she's answered. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she has. She hasn't. I was gonna be like, I, I really know. expected her to have written back. <laughs> do you think she has like an assistant to hold her phone or does she just use it when she wants? I hope she just uses it when she wants. Yeah. So since we can I think we should spend the most time talking about Tony on this particular podcast. <laughs> But, like, you knew who she was, right? Who Tony Collette is yeah. an actress was? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen her in a bunch of stuff that yeah, I yeah. like. Because a lot of people find out who she is. On the podcast. On the podcast. Interesting, <laughs> I like that. And you knew. Yeah. She was the United States of Terror yeah, yeah. in mm-hmm. that horror movie, right? Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> that movie scared the crap out of me. Yeah. I, I think Tony Collette's one of those actresses for me where I'm like, I'm all w- already gonna watch the movie, mm-hmm. and then I see yeah. she's in. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's I'm never like, oh my god, the new Tony Collette movie. Oh, I'm always like, but that. she's like my like secret MVP rather than my like. Of course, I yeah. don't know who that you MVP saw is. Knives out, I did see Knives yeah. Out. Did you? I did. It was really. She was great in that. Yeah, I haven't did seen you see it yet. Yet. She was really good in that. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I thought it was very good objectively. I personally mm-hmm. didn't like it as much as I wanted to, mm-hmm. but I think that that's just because um, I don't really like. Uh, like those kind of like high end whodunit type mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. yeah. I pr- I prefer like um like like Muriel's wedding. Yeah, I read an article saying that it was it was similar to Hamilton. Mm. What? I don't think so. <laughs> it's I true. Think so. Uh, I did though. I did like this Here's movie. Why. To be clear, I must have missed Here's the musical why. numbers. <laughs> Here's why. Um, what did it say? It was like not since Hamilton has a pop cultural thing been so good at meshing the past and the present what <laughs> i know right such an attention grabbing yeah headline. um like like um like it's a it's an old formula like murder mystery gotcha. done it, alex they Fisella, use, thoughts? they use constantly like up modern day references mm-hmm. and stuff so i feel like that's what they were oh yeah yeah that makes sense but i would not bridge those two together and i haven't seen it yeah. Jimmy no. Curtis sings um, <laughs> Satisfied. Did, yeah. <laughs> did you read uh, the Jimmy Lee Curtis interview in The New Yorker? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the great. New one? Yeah. She's hard. She's a hard nut to cry. She's great. <laughs> um, I watched her Actors on Actors with Lady Gaga a couple years ago, and she was like so shady to her. Really? Mm. Kind of just being like, so you're not an actor. How's that going? Oh my this god. This is like American Horror Story era. Mm. Or she was like, yeah, what's your process? And then Gaga's like asking her all these innocent questions about how yeah. to actually act. <laughs> and then Jamie's like, well, I never trained. I just know how to do it. Yeah, no, there was a question in this interview. The person uh, says, like, so you took acting classes. Did you learn anything from them, basically? Uh, and, and and she says no. She She basically is like, training is fake. Um, well, she, well, she says like, there's no path that works for everybody. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
which was kind of what annoyed me about our college, Marymount Manhattan College, was <clears throat> I felt like every acting teacher took it as a personal affront if their particular method of training didn't mm-hmm. vibe with you as an actor. Which is like, interesting because they give you four different, like two to four different acting teachers, teachers. At, period. Yeah. And they're all different. And they all have such different styles, yeah. but like... For example, some professors um, would get really angry if... I remember my sophomore year acting teacher one day told me to prepare for a scene by pretending that I had a family history of infertility and that if I, I knew that if I got pregnant, I would likely suffer a miscarriage. And I was just kind of like, okay. And before even <laughs> before even starting the scene... He stopped me and he was like, usually when I say this to actresses, they start crying immediately. Something about you seems very emotionally disconnected and I don't know how to help you. Oh, because you, like, because I I, I couldn't make you cry on cue. I would just like to bring up, like Jake said as we were watching it, where in New York City have you seen a disco floor? (laughs) I would like to, like, because I I don't live here Mm. anymore, but every movie I watch has a disco floor. Yeah, where are they? I haven't. I want yeah. to go. I want to go to a place in New York. Yeah, it's in that other movie. Dakota Johnson movie. Um, what is it? How to be single? Oh my god! Oh, that was yes. recommended to me on Voodoo while I was watching this, and I put single. it on my uh, I put it on my watch list. Another how-to film. Why would yeah. you? <laughs> After this one, you're like, you know what? Let's no, chase everything. I have such <laughs> a crush on Jason Manzukis, and oh, that's same. the only reason. I would watch that. Is he the one on the Good Place? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's Derek. Yeah. I oh, think yes. Derek. Yeah. Derek. Yeah. 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 Such a great show. I'm not caught up on this. I did like in when he's first coming in and the cab's taking him and he's like, oh my God, stomp. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the other city landmarks. And then yeah. it goes to the shitty part. I was like, yeah, all right. You, you, you covered that well. straight yeah. from the late show theater to stomp. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Like Same caliber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same caliber. <laughs> Oh, Stomp I wish is incredible. I wish they would have shown him gazing longingly at Pomfrit back when it was across the street from Stomp. <laughs> oh, that oh. Big, um... <gasps> Do you remember the day that Pomfrit burned down? Yeah, I have such a cried. weird factoid about that. Yes, that I just found out. Go so this woman, this actress, named what the fuck is her name? Something. She's um. <laughs> so on Desperate Housewives, they have like this defense against the dark arts type thing where every season there's a new creepy neighbor who moves in and they have a secret <laughs> oh yeah I remember I've been the watching Desperate Housewives for over a year <laughs> um and uh her name's Drea DiMatteo she was on The Sopranos oh, she yeah. um but she plays this woman with a secret um actually the secret ends up being that she used to be married to um John Barrowman who oh is my an God. eco-terrorist oh, okay <laughs> An eco-terrorist? No secrets. But, um, anyway, on her Wikipedia page, it says that her longtime New York residence burned down in March 2015 <gasps> in the village, and it was literally Pomfrey. She oh lived God. at Pomfrey, this actress oh. that I just found out about. That's Good for her. And I mean, like, not, because it's yeah. gone. Now, I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Now it has an extra layer of sadness. To win an Emmy and then have your house blow up. Life is just (laughs) so random and we gotta appreciate it. Okay. (laughs) Do we want to move on to awards? Awards. 
For what? Yeah, in this movie. Okay. Uh, here are the Tony we Awards. Have to give them. <laughs> here are the Tony Awards. We need to give uh, three awards to each movie. We need. <laughs> we have to. What if there's a movie that we refuse to give any awards to? Um, if if there was been. one, it would have been eight and a half women. I know. Uh, well, the first award is best prop. Mm. So Zach, what was your best prop? Um, best prop. Oof, I don't know. Uh, it sounds really rude, but I want to say, like, anyone who gave affection to Simon Pegg, because, <laughs> <laughs> like, that to me is the best prop, because I'm like, you, you are not a person, you're just simply there to assuage this terrible person's uh, feeling so we can keep watching and rooting. I don't know why we root for this guy, no. <laughs> or society does, or anybody does. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah. Do you have um, Probably the unknown book, like, the handwritten book. Yeah. yeah. That mm. one's so really good. Because, like, like, what's in it? We'll never know. It burns at the end. And she's cool with it. She's still the dancing. Title is. Yeah. How to... <laughs> How to be a prop for men. Yeah. <laughs> good God. Uh, my best prop is uh, Cuba, Megan Fox's dog oh, that yeah. dies tragically. Yeah. Heartbreaker. I want to do a shout out. This is not my best prop, but I also want to shout out to Brittany the pig, who is Ooh. in the first 10 minutes. Yes. Oh, yeah. And disappears even though i thought the movie was going to be a buddy comedy about this movie <laughs> his pig who's always trying to break into award shows i would like to watch that one and then the pig is voiced by tony collette yes. <laughs> but my prop is actually the t-shirt that Ew. so he's wearing a t-shirt when he shows up on his first day at work and it says what is a young dumb and full of cum yes <laughs> yeah and he hands one to his boss the oh. cult leader and the boss probably tosses it out the window <laughs> <Yeah. scrapper. laughs> but that was good that's good. so weird uh our next award is best tony moment which I get... <laughs> oh my god so who let's in the just, movie let's just get creative i give my best tony moment award to to Jillian Anderson uh, for playing a very Tony-like yeah. role where she doesn't have a lot to do but excels in moments of silence mm-hmm. just through facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. Um, my best Tony moment is going to be Tony's um, scene in the film. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I saw it. <laughs> Wish kidding. I saw it. I'm just <laughs> uh, I'm going to give mine to... see yeah i'm gonna give my tony moment to the kind actress who he got his the autograph from because Mm. she has Mm. she is uh tony and i am him in that scene (laughs) (laughs) what about you tizel What do you even do in a situation like this? <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened to you before? I guess I'd give it to the person who uh, tracked down that... I'm going to guess it was free footage for, from the... Oh. Whatever award oh, show that yeah. was. They get the Tony mm-hmm. Moment yeah. Award. There is this. a Tony stand somewhere out there. Yeah, who was like, oh, Tony Collette's a big starling. Reach out to her. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Zach? Um, I would say... You know what? I'm going to give it to the old-time actress who plays Simon Pegg's mom mm. in that scene where she's like, I'll always have this ring or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like, how fucking old is she? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really, because that movie looked like the 40s or something, yeah. mm-hmm. so he 
he is in his 50s minimum minimum wow. by then um but i feel like tony collette often has those kinds of roles where you're like you are exuding so much more class and charisma than anyone else around you so that would probably be it for me down roles for their size which is which is cool yeah mm -hmm. that's true um now we move on to custom awards <laughs> that's an award for anything we want mm. Uh, my custom award was just going to be the Kirsten Dunst Megan Fox dichotomy award. So, uh, what were what was everybody else's? Um, I mean, I still want to shout out that that wide shot with where she kicks mm. him in the leg. I think so, what's that award called? That that award is called um, best five second scene to keep you watching an hour and forty minute movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like best, like great animals. I don't know what that award called. <laughs> great cute, animals in a best in a true. Award. Yeah, a lot of good performances for the animals. There's a lot of movies in that genre, I think, probably. Yeah. My the brother, pig. the pig. They usually unfortunately <laughs> get murdered by Often. a stupid character. The pig made it though. The Oftentimes. pig survived. As far as we know, pig got arrested. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really spent a couple nights in jail. Yeah. Um, my award is the, I guess, worst version. Of the Wars Prada Award, mm. is that there's similar plot beats? Yeah, it yeah. did have a lot. It was like the incel Devil Wars Prada. Oh, I have another <laughs> award. This is uh, called the Thirteen Reasons Why Award Ooh. for Ooh. Um, suicide baiting because this movie made me want to kill myself. Wow. Oh. <laughs> and I think this movie wants me to kill myself. It still does. It's still yeah. trying. Yeah. It's still trying. It's sending you this bot. This this movie sent me an anonymous Tumblr message <laughs> saying, "Kill yourself, you dumb slut." And then you scroll down, and it was the gifs gif 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 set. I say both now <laughs> of Megan Fox walking through the pool. Yes. <laughs> uh, we only have a couple more segments left. A couple. Just a couple. <laughs> Next of which is called "Is It Better Than Blue Burger with Jake." Jake, your favorite movie that we've covered so far has been Hey Hey, It's Esther Blueberger. How does this measure up? I think it's actually better. Um, I'm kidding. No, it is not. Try again. Great. <laughs> now we're moving on to plugs. Uh, we're going to link to everybody's Twitters and Instagrams and stuff in the show notes. But does anybody have anything that they want to promote? I do. Yes. Yeah, go for it. Oh. I am hosting trivia at a bar called DTUT every Monday night starting today, but two weeks ago for you guys, uh, 8.30 p.m. And categories are general categories, pop culture, <laughs> wild card. Everyday, everyday fellow can get in on this. But there is a um, $25 gift card to the winning team. So. Ooh. Sick. Very good. But not my money. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> yeah. Any other plugs? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't All think right. So. Yeah. That's the end <laughs> that's, of that's our podcast. Thank you for coming with us on, on this journey through Ooh. Tony's <laughs> illustrious career uh, moment. 
Yeah, big movie for her. <laughs> big yeah. movie. What did she do after this? Did she like really hit it out of the mm-hmm. park? Was she like, man, the killed it in how to lose? United States of Terror oh, was like a year next after this. Year. She's probably. Oh, that's why she wasn't in it. Good for her. Then hell yeah. She was like, I'm busy filming, but I'll do this little red carpet archival thing. She you. definitely leveraged this movie for Tara. She's like, you know what my character's mm-hmm. gonna be like. Yeah. I'm gonna lose some friends. I'm gonna alienate some people. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm gonna be a mom. <laughs> I can't. I cannot wait to cover Tara. Wait. You guys, it's gonna be good. We're gonna do like six episodes. <laughs> it's gonna it. be every episode. Amazing. You should do yeah. Over. Well, that would be a bit. Much. That would be a bit much. I don't know. I can. I'll write. I mean, uh, we're already going to be recording this podcast for the next year mm-hmm. if Tony Collette doesn't make any more movies ever. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just in like six this year, mm. so yeah, perfect. Okay, great. Thank Yay. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye.